0: 70 years combined experience. This
1: is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything.
0: You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. Okay,
2: folks, here we go. It is time for the Bob Ryan. Jeff Goodman is on the road. You can tell because he's got his very white voice. Tangway along for the ride podcast. I mean, Bob, Goodman's beat up a little bit. I mean, he's got some road woes on. See my
1: eyes. Oh, yeah. My eyes. You know my what, dude? Voice.
2: You look like shit.
1: I know. I know. Listen. All right. So here, here's the here's the take. Where are you? So I'm in Austin, Texas, but uh, so Tuesday, I'm a champions classic in Indianapolis, and I'm with my daughter. You know, she goes to school at Indiana, so it's like a home game for her. Uh, it's about 50 minutes from Bloomington to Indy, and the Champions Classic was there. So it's great. I got her credential. Able to you know cover a Champions Classic with my daughter, like nothing better, nothing better. <laughs> and first game is I, I have a flight out the next morning at 7 a.m. to Austin, Texas, for Wednesday. It's Gonzaga at Texas, so I know I got to get up. the The wake up I think was uh was uh, four four forty five in the morning. Okay, so first game um is is the Kentucky game, Michigan State, and it goes Gary double overtime, yeah. double overtime. Uh- and these things generally, you know, first one starts at seven. And normally the second one, you're gonna get lucky if it starts by nine forty five. So you add double overtime and you're looking at s- got back to the room, I think, at two AM. And I'm like, and then the pressure's on, right? You're you're getting back and you know you gotta be up in, you know, three hours and or All two right. hours and forty five minutes, and you're thinking, thinking, thinking. So you can't sleep right away. My daughter fell asleep first and she started snoring loud, loud. So I didn't fall asleep till four, woke up at 445, did not sleep on the plane. And then last night, I won't lie to you, after the Texas game ended, uh, I went out with, with, with some people. And uh, yeah, so it's been a couple back to back. Okay,
2: uh, okay yeah. we'll, we'll we'll wrap up the show with some college thoughts. But yeah. your daughter will never speak to you because she told yeah. her everybody that she snores. she snores. Here we go. All right, today's Violet. show is driven by Bet Online, your number one sports, your number one source, I should say, for all your sports betting for football and basketball this season. And by LinkedIn Talent Solutions, they will help you find the right people for your team fast and free at LinkedIn Jobs. Okay, so let's start with the Boston Celtics, Bob Ryan, because right now they are on the top of the heap.
0: Um, what is the most impressive to me is the fact that they have done what they've done in the most recent days uh, uh, without uh, Brogdon or last night without Smart. And uh, their depth is impressive. It, it is impressive. And there's one guy in particular, uh, well, there's two guys I want to add uh, Jeff about. One is uh, we he properly questioned and I uh, did not have any objection. Uh, the the idea that Sam Hauser could be useful uh, by simply saying that we uh, we got to see him make these shots when when it really matters, you know. And uh, now we're not in the finals. We're not in the playoffs. We're not. But the fact is, he's thought he looks like he could be a very important component in this team as, as they hoped he would be.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and that's number one. And and uh, number two is Luke Cornett. <laughs> I
1: is, knew this was coming.
0: Is he no? I'm asking. <laughs> is, he, is this a mirage, or is he going to be useful? I mean, last night, oh. last night he was a two way asset. Yeah. I and mean, uh, four blocks and coming one really fantastic block and and set, You know, did his doing. He did an old fashioned big man game. God love him. I'm glad to see it.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, Hauser, we know can shoot it. And he's on the perfect team right now because they've got enough offensive weapons that it's really hard to, to press up on Sam Hauser. But you kind of have to, right? Because he gets rid of it so quickly and he's out there for one reason. Shoot shoot the ball, right? Shoot the ball. Missoula will yell at him if he passes up an open three. So Hauser, I'm, I'm okay with now. Like Cornette, he is what he is. I mean, he's he's a rotational big that's going to get some minutes um, because Robert Williams is hurt and you don't want to play Horde for too many minutes, uh, especially on back-to-backs or whatever. So I I, I think – yeah, I mean, listen, when I talked – Tatum was at the game the other night, so I talked to him for a little while at halftime of the Duke game. He was there to support uh, yeah. Duke and John Shire. And and I was saying to him, I'm like, yeah, once you guys get Rob Williams back, and he was like, yeah, like it's going to change. He like you could just see – and. I, you know the big thing I asked him was why are you why are you so more much more efficient this year than you have been, and he just said like we're picking up where we left off last year. Right. He's got that confidence; you can see it now for the most part. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Hauser will be a, a good rotational piece now. Who again you can afford to have him out there defensively with this group? You know he's a liability. But it, But if you've got four other guys, the the rest of their team can guard. I mean, their entire team is good defensively. You know, their top seven or eight are really good, and then you add Robert Williams in, and Hauser's perfect for them.
0: And he is doing what they thought and hoped that Gallinari would do. He is yes. simply doing. This is exactly, exactly. what they hoped yeah. they would get from Gallinari.
1: Even better, because uh, he's a he's a better shooter. It's just, he didn't have the rep coming in where Gallo, even if he's not making shots, people in the league have to respect him because he's done it for a long period of time. Hauser's the opposite, right? Hauser hasn't proven at all, but if he starts to make them, you got to respect him out there.
0: Um, Next guy up that has to get credits is white. That was a tremendous two way game he played last night and he, uh, you know this is and it's very timely without smart, but the he he looks the way you know the, the, once again if this is the real deal, yeah this is a very useful player.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I mean Derek White, you know, has paid a lot of money for kind of the numbers he he puts up and even kind of his role, but ultimately Derek White's perfect. You know, probably a little bit more money than than you would want to pay for his contract, but man, he's the ultimate team guy. Uh, he can guard. He can run the team. He can make shots. He's not been consistent with that area more than anything else, but he does everything else, and he just gives you—you know—these days you need prime. You need, you need multiple ball handlers. You need multiple guys who can make plays off the off the bounce. Multiple guys who can make plays for themselves and others, and they have that. They have that. They're always going to have two guys in the court that can run the team, and none of like Marcus Smart has been so much better this year. That's not naturally what he does, but you pair him with Brockton, with Derek White. Tatum can do some of it. Like, that's what they have, that length, that versatility. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love White for what he is.
0: Yeah. And one other guy, you know, that's been played well lately is Pritchard. And he's seizing his opportunity to, from the minutes he's getting that would obviously have gone to Brockton. But that this is the guy, this is who they wanted, you know, who he's supposed to be, too. Yeah. And you know, and, and you, you can't count on half court shots every night. We'll give him that. That um, I think that's uh, one off. But but no, really, seriously. He and, and his scrappiness and uh, is 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 energetic. You know, for the team, it's really good.
2: Uh, Jeff, I'm going to start with you because you know some of these players uh, from their college days, and you just did talk to Tatum, so you probably have some insight here. Is why did this team survive and thrive through a coaching scandal? Because that's what it was.
1: Yeah, I think because they they already had uh, momentum. They had already kind of figured themselves out at that point. You know, Ime helped with that, right, to to get them turned around, to get their kind of roles figured out and and get them playing together. Um, That was the biggest thing. You know, to me it was always like Tatum and Brown looked like they had never played basketball together. And and then they kind of started to figure it out. And when the other guys fell in line. And, And, again, you bring in guys that know how to play now. Like, that's the other thing you're bringing in, and it's no surprise that Brad Stevens would want that, right? You know, Brogdon, Derek White, those are two guys that know how to play. And you add Al Horford to that that equation, a healthy Al Horford, he knows how to play. So, like, guys are making the right plays now. It, It is just amazing to me that a year ago at this time, we were like, we hate this team. We hate this
0: team another guy, I mean, it's just like we're going right down a checklist of guys yeah. we have to command, and there's another guy, Grant Williams, and and uh, you talk well, about, about shooting with confidence and knows how to play. Right. Uh, my favorite play he made last night, though, was when he he, he he got that one up fake on the right baseline and made that beautiful move to the hoop after, you know, uh, that was, but not that, uh, it's a basketball play, anybody should be able to make, but he, it, it was nice. Uh, what I'll
1: say, too, Bob, what I'll say, too, is like, Jalen Brown, that progression, obviously, Tatum, we've seen the progression, right? Like, He's gone from, I think two years ago, I did tweet that like he was a top 10 player at that point, and I got a lot of pushback, a lot. Oh, yeah, People i like, see that. Because at that point, he was like a fringe top 10 player. That was probably a little bit of a, of a stretch. Now, if I said Jason Tatum is a top three player or five player in the NBA, nobody's arguing if I say he's a top five player. Nobody's arguing. So he's made that progression. Jalen Brown has really made a progression over the last couple of years. So all those kind of role guys, so to speak, don't have to do as much because those are going to be your guys. Everybody knows it, and pretty much they don't have those horrible nights that they had two years ago. Tatum's been incredibly consistent, and and Jalen Brown, his shot's been a little inconsistent. Yeah, but I want to
2: stop you there for a minute. While you're talking about the differences, it was the OKC game, right, that a year ago they lose. Right, they're down yeah. with double digits. They didn't show yeah. up, and they go. They go. Oh, okay, now we're going to start to play. I mean, you know, is that what and you, show can you can afford
1: a bad game. You can afford. You're not getting as many out of Tatum or Brown, but what you can do is you can afford a bad game because now, like can Grant Williams it. is capable. Grant, Grant Williams can get you 18 on a given night. We know Brogdon when he's healthy can. Derek White having a great game last night. Al can give you. On his best night, he can give you 20. It's just, it's it's remarkable to, again, to me, to what Tatum and Brown and working together and playing off one another and being more consistent enable the rest of the team to be able to do. I mean, they, again, Tatum gets doubled every time he touches the ball now for the most part. So nobody else does. Everybody else, Jalen Brown doesn't get a lot of double teams anymore. Or, or never did, but he doesn't get him now. He's able to take advantage of, of Tatum getting those. So I, I just, yeah. And, and without Robert Williams, again, Tatum's eyes just lit up. When I said that to him, I'm like, when you get Robert Williams back, he looked at me, he's like, Oh yeah. This, like, he, he knows.
0: The fact remains that uh, when we get to the spring, it, they must have Robert Williams. What's happening now is nice and they're doing it despite. And once again, this is, um, we were we've, we've ticked this line around a while since I you know Brad Stevens said it and I heard it with his own lips we just we need to keep our head above water before we get Robert yeah. Williams and we've been speculating what does that mean I think we didn't think it meant being 12 and three when an eight game right. winning streak, 15 games into the season uh didn't have to be that good but they're certainly keeping their end of the bargain up in that regard you know so they get the big guy to, to give them make them whole and, and give them a, a really complete yeah. team
2: yeah. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up the Celtics here. We're going to get into some teams that are not doing so well coming up. But first, I have to tell you that Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting for football and basketball this season. You can always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Always your continued source for sports wagering info. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Uh, They are the fastest and easiest way to bet with all your favorite NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf games and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Also, folks, LinkedIn Jobs. They can help you find the right people for your team faster. And for free, you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hire versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster Post your jobs for free at linkedin.com/scribe. That's linkedin.com/scribe to post your jobs for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, now let's get to the Warriors, Bob. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I went in on the road, despite Steph had fifty the other night, they are off to a five and nine start. Uh, what do you make of all this?
0: Uh, that well, it's it, They're getting older, uh, and Clay Thompson is shooting thirty three percent in threes. You know, so. And that, that tells you something you need to know about his, become, his comeback. Uh, uh, I I, J, J, I was not ready to see that James Wiseman was sent down to the G League. Me either. Uh, that, that's yep. something that now I'm Jeff may know has been all over the case of, you know, the, the positive case of, of what James Wiseman could be for that team. So, Jeff, I'll tell you, what, you know, what do, how surprised, you know, have you been paying that close attention that yeah. didn't surprise you that that, that happened?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I talked to somebody um, yesterday about it, and they just said, like, Wiseman's not ready yet. You know, maybe it's maturity. Uh, Maybe it's that he's been hurt a bunch. Maybe it's that the system is a little bit more difficult for a big, for James Wiseman to pick up right now. As much as it's Wiseman, I think it's some of those, like, I think it's Jordan Poole. Like, Jordan Poole gets that contract, right? Four years 125 million or whatever it was, 120 million. And he's been very average. He he does not look like he's worth that. And and again, I get it. Like you got Steph, you got Clay. You gotta be loyal to, to Clay, obviously. Um, but he's not gonna be the same player. Yeah. And and he was offended when somebody said he's not, you know, the same player, and and rightfully so. I, I forget who said it, if it was Bark, I think it might have been Barkley or somebody like that. Said, like, he's not close to the same player. And Clay was like, No kidding. I missed two years. Of course, I'm not going to. And, and he's older. Yeah, so right. he's not going to be the same player anymore. Uh, yeah. I just wonder, like, are they going to dig out of this? Because their bench, which was thought to be a, a major strength, all these young guys, right? Kaminga. Yeah. Kaminga. I didn't understand this. I Everybody was saying, like, kissing Kaminga's ass. And I'm like, What has he done? What are we doing with Jonathan Kaminga? He comes in and he's super talented, but like Jonathan Kaminga's done nothing. So let's let's slow it down a little bit. To me, it's about Jordan Poole. To me, Jordan Poole's the key here. And if he's average and not making shots, and you just you do wonder, Gary, how much did that Draymond Green Jordan Poole altercation hmm. throw this team off chemistry wise? How much did it affect Jordan Poole? You know, Draymond, it probably didn't affect him. He probably, you know, again, felt bad for a day or two and forgot all about it. But my guess is Jordan Poole didn't. He was embarrassed. He was embarrassed in front of the country, you know, getting punched basically, and everybody saw it. And, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to dig out of this.
0: Just as an aside, guys, I uh, once saw covered a game in which Larry scored 50 in defeat. The the difference was in that one. It was a close, close, close game. Uh, I'll never forget the end of the game. uh, uh Brad Davis, who was a very good three yeah. point shooter, was coming up crucial moment, and it, it's and um I, I was sitting right so I was right in proximity to the arc, you know, and and Danny is guarding it. I'm almost one to yell at Danny, get up on him, and he didn't, and he drilled the three that that basically won the game. But anyway, I saw Larry get fifty. But it's it's not that common that that you know, I'm sure in the history of the game that. Yeah. And 50 doesn't result in a guy being on the winning side, but but it, it, it does happen on occasion. It happened last night.
2: Now, speaking of Danny, let's go to the Utah Jazz, and I'm going to tie this into what's going on with the Warriors. Uh, Danny, I believe the intention was to tank uh, when they made <laughs> yeah. the deal. Now, they've lost three in a row, but, you know, Marquane and his average of 21 points a game, they're off to a fast start, probably not going to be able to keep it up. But I guess this is a two pronged question. First, let's start about the jazz in general, and then we'll talk about the West overall, because I think that does impact the Warriors. Uh, what do you make of the jazz in their start, Bob?
0: Well, I was very impressive to start. And you're wondering now, if what isn't what happening is something of a market correction that, you know, uh, and I have a feeling it's what it is right. uh, now. But, you know, certain individuals like I've always been a. a always i've i've been interested in marketing from the time he came in the league and i and, and i'm and he got he had a he's had a next start uh that you know the the the, the deal the trade everybody you know said oh they they're going to tank and they got rid of rudy and and all that uh i i think they're surprised out there i don't think they really expected this uh and the management and and uh, of course they have a new coach will hardy and um young fellow the celtic pedigree and and all that uh but i i'm I think I'll be curious to see next week what we look back upon. Where see they are. Yeah. But I got a feeling that this is a classic market correction taking place.
1: Coming back to earth. And and, and they will be Utah. – you'll look at Utah at the end of the year. And here's what we're going to say. Man, if if they had only sucked that first couple of weeks, they would have had a shot at Victor or Scoot Henderson. Oh, that's or, what Danny's
2: thinking. <laughs> uh, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No. No.
1: It was a – uh, awful thing to happen to the Utah Jazz. <laughs> in a way, the only thing that it could help Danny with and I don't think I think he's going to miss on the window a little bit is maybe being able to deal some of these guys uh that have increased trade value. You know, maybe you can move a marketing, Uh maybe you can move a, a Colin Sexton or somebody like that a little bit easier because you know, they've been a part of some winning. May, you know, can they get in the playing game? Cuz right now I think I think they're going to be out of the equation. For for one of those uh, you know bottom three, uh, you know or top three picks in the NBA draft, I think it's going to be too hard right now. So I think at this point you're like maybe we can make the playing game and get some momentum. And yeah, we're going to have to find a really good player in the draft.
0: Who's the mortal lock to be in the derby? Do you think is it Detroit,
1: Detroit, Houston? I would say Houston. Houston,
0: Houston yeah. Who did pull? One I, off. I think Houston's
1: the worst Houston. team in the NBA. I think they're the worst. Yeah, man,
0: you're right. Oh, you're right that that I.
1: I... And the Lakers, listen, huh. I think the Lakers need to shut down, and and, and I don't know how you do it because it's hard to shut down LeBron at his age. Like, but it's you're hard you're to gonna you're gonna, LA.
2: you know, I, you could tank in Houston, but can you tank in Los Angeles?
1: Well, I think you have to at this point. I think it's you have to. to be, the- oh, you
2: do. I just think it's hard to do.
0: Of course it is. It's going to be fascinating. You're absolutely. I'm just thinking that Gary uh, that that is the normal that not normal. That is the most logical thing that you would say looking at where they are and what chances they have of improvement don't appear to be on. There. Certainly not on the current roster. That's for sure. And and um, yeah, you're right. But it is LA. And uh, uh, I I don't. I, well,
1: could you trade the pick too? I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you're the Lakers and you get like not number one because you're not trading the number one pick. If you get if you get it, right. you can't. But but if you got like the number three pick. You would just say, hey, we're, we're going to trade it and try to get somebody who can help us win now and change Yeah, so
2: we could go get Bronny. 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 <laughs> Bronny's the savior. <laughs> Bronny's the savior. Yeah. They go get Bronny. Um, but what about the West now? Because one of the things when I look at the league, you talk about like a Golden State team, you know, can they dig out because of parity? Um, there are a lot of really good young players, and there's a lot of talent yeah. spread across the league right now and you're starting to see some MVP candidates, whether it's in Dallas or, you know, whether it's going to be here in Boston. And, you know, some of the, the legends are fading, like in Brooklyn. Yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. But, I mean, Bob, what do you think? I mean, it's- well, I mean, I don't think there's
0: an outstanding- I mean, I don't think there's any great team at all. Yeah. Out there.
2: But does that, that's bad for Golden State.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, names come up. Uh, you know, I, Memphis was a team that looked like it, you know, was was with a bullet, as we say, went on the rise. And, and John Morant. Is still incredibly spectacular. Uh, Portland, you got to talk about Portland. Is, That's is, the are surprise. or real? Yeah, that that is a question. There, I'm
2: rooting for. Listen, I love the Celtics, but I'm rooting for Portland, Bob, because I love Damian Lillard and the fact that the guy's in Portland. I just, you feel know, I think he's a great player. I'd love to see Portland in the finals, so the rest of the casual fandom can know who this guy is.
0: And I like Portland as a franchise. I that uh, they have been an enthusiastic fan base from day one, back in 1970, and and you know they they. I I like to see something good things happen in, in, in Portland. It, it's it's like a it's like a high but, school. But thing. do we believe
1: this? Do we I mean we believe this more than we believe Utah, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, because sure. they've got a star. But do we really believe Portland is a true contender? I well, mean
2: they could get you know something, Jeff? This is what I'll say. And you guys know that. Right, so. I will say that Portland could get to the finals, but they're never gonna win it because they're not gonna beat anybody from the east. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, and, okay. and the so West we have- is weak. Listen, let's face it, the Clippers and Lakers, you know, like we thought they'd be in it. with Golden State. Those were the three. And and they look all of them look, you know, not beatable. So
0: so what we're we're ignoring the elephant, kind of maybe not an elephant, but some kind of large animal in the back of the room. The best team is Phoenix.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and
0: that's and, the what if the Luger proverbial Luger and they're
1: not play. dominant. They're not dominant. Not
0: dominant. No, and I said the West isn't that great. I mean, it's no. a no. lot of mediocrity. There's a lot of parody. There's a lot. Of, right. But if I had to pick one, and and it would be Phoenix.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, so I would I'm going to move. For, I'm going to move for Portland. But you, but Bob's right. Uh, I just I saw the headline. I mean, you know, you see it on the Ky, Kyrie Penning return, and I don't know if I just sound like I'm just so done. I'm just yeah. so. Yeah. Done. Um, oh, yeah, and I mean, I love his game, but my God, what the hell's going to happen? I mean, look, Idoka—they tried to hire him. That was a catastrophe. He had, you know, he had to go. And I, I, I do you guys have a take on this? I mean, but I'll start with you, oh. Jeff, or Bob. I don't care. Go ahead.
0: Oh, go
1: ahead um, I mean, listen, it's it's their only chance. I mean, they, they can't yeah. win without him. I know. We know that. I know. I know. So it's like, what do you do? You, you Again, we kind of knew this coming in. It, it was going to be a little bit of a stretch. But, you know, I, I just don't know how they can figure this out at this point. I just think it, it's, it's it's too much of a mess. But, again, if you have Kyrie and KD and a healthier Ben Simmons – you can win some one-off games. You're just not going to win a series.
2: You're not oh, going to be bad them because really. it's the ultimate tease. I mean, Bob, I'll let you jump in here. I mean, you know, whenever I see him play,
0: you forget all of it. That's what's so frustrating. Oh, well, that's a great well, the thing about, uh, the other, thing, other thing about a thing, a thing about him. Uh, is that uh, it, the whole package is, is just so complex. Uh, I, I Kyrie Irving is one of the most handful of ta- most talented guards that's ever played this game. And he can do, he can get the, he, he's an extraordinarily talented player, but he also is a very complicated human being. I and, mean, you know, uh, there's no question. And, and, and this comes into play. It, it, it It's become the story as opposed to the ball playing right now. And, and can you live with him? Is he worth, is it worth it? That That is the thing with him. And, and, um, and Jeff's right That This is the classic, you know, almost a land lander's thing. I can't live with him. I can't live without him, you know, and, and this kind of thing. So, Meanwhile, you know, you got him, you got the complexity of, you got, see, two of your three best players, or your, your key players, have issues that transcend what happens on the court. Right. And, and, and and Simmons, of course, and in his case, you've got a, a, a furthering comp- further complicating factor is that he has the most, the odds. once again, I say, for the trillionth time, the oddest game of consequence in the history of this league. There has never been a player of, of, of consequence who has been so lopsided in his strengths and weaknesses and as him and 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 brings to the table you know the, the, drinks a package such as on the court such as he brings now to meanwhile he's been hurt and you, you're not even getting the benefit of the good things that he does you know right. so it it there i can't see all this ever falling into play and meanwhile meanwhile i'll, I'll shut up this hey d goes out every night does what he does which is play great basketball <laughs> and and, he, and and you know and, and this is weighing on him that, that all this peripheral.
1: Problem. I mean I mean for all this guys for all this uh they they they're a couple games out of the playoffs right now.
0: Oh right? yeah,
1: no. Right. So like but- listen. They could easily if you get Kyrie back be a playoff team if they avoid Boston and Milwaukee in the first round. Right? If they somehow avoid them, which is going to be hard cuz I mean that means you got to get in that really, you know, sixth spot. Um you Know then you're talking about, but like Indiana's in the sixth spot right now at seven and six, Brooklyn's six and nine.
0: I'm like, you don't
1: see a scenario where sure. Kyrie comes back and they end up getting the sixth seed. it's not out of the question.
2: Oh, sure, sure. But this is a team when this team was put together. Well, I should hold up here,
1: yeah. Their expectations, the, the,
2: the, the, yeah. We the expectations crazy. I mean, we we I we experienced Kyrie in Boston, so we were a little hesitant. But when they put this team together, we were like, "Oh my God, they're going to win it!" I mean, they're going to the finals. You know, that's just not it. Um, right. Before we wrap up, uh, I know Bob is interested in your take, Jeff. As people get a peek into your life, your glamorous life on yeah, the road—so
1: glamorous—covering
2: so glamorous. at the Fairfield Inn or wherever he is. Or well, I think Hall. it's a
1: Residence Inn.
2: Yeah, today. you don't even know, right? You know, no idea. So a, a
0: member of the Marriott family. That's yeah, right. yeah. They're they're is, all the
2: same. They're I think all the house same. is owned by Marriott. Um, so what do you got, Jeff? Fill us in on, on what well, you're seeing for teams and players.
1: Well, it's more champions classic, I think, is is you know, finally we got some good games because we hadn't really gotten any good games the first week, Gary, and, and that's where college basketball has failed. And uh two nights ago, you had um you know Kentucky playing Michigan State, and to be honest. Tom Izzo outcoached John Calipari at the end. And uh, not really a surprise. I mean, Tom Izzo is considered one of the best X's and O's guys in the country. And John Calipari is considered one of the best motivators and recruiters in the country. And a Michigan State team that isn't nearly as talented uh, ended up beating Kentucky. Kentucky had multiple chances to beat them and didn't. And it went into double overtime and Michigan State won. And they got a collection of like good players, not great players. And then the second game was Duke, Kansas. And, you know, you're thinking Duke, Kansas. You're thinking Coach K against Bill Self. Well, this was John Shire against Norm Roberts because Coach K retired and Shire took over and Bill Self's on a four-game suspension. And, Bob, I don't know what you think of this. So Bill Self was was in Indy and he was with the team. It's a self-imposed four-game suspension. He was with the team all day. The day before the game, up until like eleven fifty five p.m. in meetings, in in practice, and whatever, and then he stayed at a different hotel and yes. watched the game. Probably I don't know for a fact, but from his hotel room, uh, and then flew back with the team after the. the I
0: did. I read, I read that. I I, I laughed at the, the whole, and I just never occurred to me the the uh, par the pun here the the self imposed the uh, sanction. <laughs> it's a, um uh How good is Kansas?
1: Well, I mean they can't really score. You know, they got they got Jalen Wilson who's a veteran, and then this freshman Grady Dick, who was awesome for a two minute spurt towards the end of the game, but they don't have a lot of scorers, so they'll be challenged that way. Um, you know, I saw Texas Gonzaga last night and is yeah. not not your typical Gonzaga team. So there's not a dominant team right now. You know, you look at Houston, I haven't seen him yet in person. They're really, really, really good. Like, Kelvin Sampson has a chance to win a national title. You look at Carolina, they have not looked good early. So you're saying to yourself, like, yeah, Texas was great last night against Gonzaga, but they made shots, and I don't know if that's them. So I think there's a bunch of teams now, and I think we say this most years, there's not a lot of dominant teams. Kentucky's got the talent, and they've got the pieces that fit together. I just, again, I, I think a lot of us question whether John Calipari is the guy that if he doesn't have so much more talent right. than other guys, can he win another national title?
0: It's good to see Oscar She way back, though. And I, yeah. I reiterate, yep. this is the best rebounder prospect of the, of the 21st century. I mean, he's the, he's the greatest rebounder coming out to college basketball in, in, in this 21st century, period.
1: Plays so he hard,
2: won. so hard. Bob, what are you writing on Sunday?
0: Uh, I'm going to talk about the ever increasing globalization of the NBA to, to the point where uh, not only uh, are, are there some, some superior players, as we know, uh, the Janovic, uh, the excuse me, the Tante and the Jokic's and the Do, uh, Donchics of the league, but uh, just the fact is that uh, there's 20% of the league as opposed to players born outside the United States of America. And, and, uh, How many the Celtics
1: like, have? How many of the Celtics I are? I haven't
0: even counted up. I haven't finished all my, my annotation yet.
2: Okay, nobody knows. But, nobody, um, even knows right? nobody knows. Nobody knows. No, yeah. No,
1: no. But
0: but still, the idea of it and, and the idea of how we progressed from the point uh, of the first one, which was Georgie Gluchkoff. And, and by the way, uh, who? who? Georgie Gluchkoff. Oh, sister, yeah.
1: Oh, big Georgie. Yeah, yeah. big Georgie.
0: Played yeah. one year for the Suns, and went back home and remains. This is my favorite. Tidbit remains he was Bulgarian. We have never had another Bulgarian. Wow, <laughs> it's, wow. It, we've, that's that's uh, amazing. Gonna, that's weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna try to have fun. You know, but and we've finally got it. We got a father son now. You know, deal of of greatness and the bonuses. you know. So right. we've even even into that realm. So anyway, I wanted to have some fun with that.
2: All right, Bob. We we'll look forward to it. Uh, Jeff, safe travels, Bob. will talk to you next week. Read Bob in the Globe. Uh, and we have been brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs and by our good friends, at Bet Online. We'll see you, fellas.